0: explain those bad lads that's a hell of a name
1: morning everybody welcome to badlands daily this is all connected guys it really is it's 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 undeniable
2: which is a rigged system with these elite people
1: there is no need to complicate something that doesn't need to be complicated
3: the divide is is meant to keep us divided and fighting each other
4: but they control the actors and i really think they have to be for they like making their pet monkeys dance it's just a creation that exists in the minds of people who are still addicted to the central narrative.
0: All
1: right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Badlands Daily. I am joined today once again by my lovely co-host Ash F Ash in America. How are you doing this morning, Ash? I'm
3: good. I'm good. I uh I I'm uh, kind of trying to keep a side eye on the hearing, the fanny hearing. Uh so we're going to we're going to be streaming that after Badlands Daily today. We'll start at the beginning, not the very beginning because there's a lot of, you know, procedural stuff back and forth that's not important, but we'll start where they're calling their first witness. I think we said, right?
1: yeah we'll we'll try and keep this relatively uh short comparatively speaking um so that we can jump over to that and when we do jump over to um the 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 hearing in fulton county we're going to start it from the beginning of the questioning of the witness so i've got it queued up right now to where they called the witness uh they might go into a sidebar we'll be able to fast forward through all that so um we're going to jump over and cover that from that point on it's going to be a little bit of a rehash, but I think, uh, you know, a lot of people that want to watch this kind of stuff in our network, um, they, they're they interested in the nitty gritty of how this stuff is done rather yeah. than just the final outcome. So I think it'll be an experience.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I think we've learned a ton. You and I have now covered so many hearings and trials, uh, you know, over the past couple of years. That we learn, you know, we learn a ton. We learn, we learn about the process. We learn about the evidence. We become more informed. And none of us that are engaging with the content at this level are believing headlines, right? We're seeing what's happening, and we're making up our own minds. And I think that that's uh, that's one of the power, one of the most powerful parts of Badlands. It's
1: the
3: we, amount of source done, documents we look at.
1: We've done so many trials that I almost feel like somebody could argue a case pro se.
3: Well, if only, if only there was a handbook that would tell <laughs> you how to, how to do that. Oh, wait,
1: there is.
3: you tell me the rules. I'm ready to play by the rules.
1: I saw your post. Was it a, I think it was a Twitter post on that yesterday, an ex post saying, I can't believe how excited I am to get into this yeah. or something. Well, the, that
3: was the first one, the rules of evidence. So The rules of evidence came first and I got, I got a little misled by this because this book is way smaller than the r- rules of civil procedure. And I read this in a sitting and I'm like, I can totally do this. <laughs> this is awesome. And then the rules of civil procedure came and that's going to take me probably a week to get All through. Right. But it's 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 really awesome to be able to look at legal proceedings now and understand them from a rules standpoint. For example, Judge Kaplan and E. Jean Carroll, right? The, the, the narrative of MAGA is, oh my gosh, it's so unfair that he allowed that evidence, that he didn't allow this evidence, that he didn't. And that's true. It's unfair, but when you look at the rules that he's operating under, you can see how he got there and how he did it. Now, I think it amounts to judicial misconduct because he took the most liberal reading of every single rule in the statute um, about sexual assault cases, which is for Title Four of the Rules of Civil Procedure, and um, he took the most liberal reading of it, and he did it to the uh, to the at the material prejudice of President Trump, which is. The, the standard for judicial misconduct is materially prejudicing the defendant or one of the parties so um being able to see you know these ju- okay these judges are doing something it feels unfair but why is it unfair that i mean I, I find that exciting to be able to see it from that and i know i'm a nerd
1: no i, I mean you're not a nerd you're just i mean it's it's like necessity bred uh a, a passion a desire so to speak so maybe we'll get a A barred attorney here when all this is done and ash decides to go to law school so all right let's uh go ahead and jump into our first uh sponsor for the day ash do you have this one pulled up
3: i i don't yet
1: okay sorry no i got it i got this i got this hey guys you resolved to eat healthier this year that was the easy part actually doing it not so easy better nutrition is a key health and longevity and a healthy diet could even help you avoid health risks that run in your family field of greens is my healthy super fruit and vegetable habit it's the only fruit and vegetable product that literally promises better health at your next doctor checkup your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back do your vitamins or green drinks promise better health probably not each super fruit and vegetable in field of greens was doctor selected for a specific health benefit some support your heart your lungs your kidneys while others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss look if you've resolved to get healthier in 2024 it starts with field of greens I'll get you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping visit field and use promo code badland badlands excuse me that's promo code badlands at field and i don't know why i said badland right there there's all right more, ladies. there's more than one bad land yeah that's that's a fact all right uh <laughs> before we get into the show ladies and gentlemen if you could please hit that thumbs up down there at the bottom right there uh, 381 thumbs up with a little over 2300 in the chat already uh, and we definitely appreciate that and let's go ahead and jump into the news all right I want to start off with a, a little bit of an older story from a few days ago because this is kind of important to show a progression Uh, We have this story from Politico. It says, quote, we have to get this done. A top House Republican pushes for Ukraine aid stat says the chair of the House Intelligence Committee is warning that time is running out for Ukraine in its fight against Russian invaders. And he's pushing Speaker Mike Johnson to step up. This, of course, is Representative Mike Turner of Ohio, who spoke days who spoke days after leading a pi- bipartisan congressional delegation to Kiev or Kiev or however the hell they want to pronounce it now? His third visit to the embattled nation since Russia's invasion, where he tried to assure Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky that reinforcements are on the way. The message wait,
3: wait, Hang on, hang on, hang on. So the guy that's pushing hold the on super.
1: You're, you're going to steal my thunder. I'm going to mute you in a second. You're stealing my thunder. <laughs> Sorry jeez louise
3: (laughs) just drop me (laughs) out yeah i'm just just
1: just, (laughs) no i'm just kidding all right uh you're stealing my thunder hash
3: i didn't make that connection before i just made that connection right now
1: thunder oh you okay so i'm stealing your thunder then because i made this no
3: i i didn't make the connection until right now and i'm like now i'm even more um on the side that this story is fake and gay but go ahead
1: is entirely fake and gay uh the message turner brought back from kiev is that there's a not a moment to spare soldiers he said quote are already rationing munitions end quote and are quote unable to fully defend themselves on the battlefield now that plays into what donald trump was saying you know i could end this war in 24 hours Uh, that goes into what you know the tuck and tucker putin interview. i was gonna say tuck and pooter interview the tuck and pooter interview the uh tucker putin interview all right so let's jump into this story then because I prefer we got vladiker vladiker vladiker
3: vladiker carlton
1: or carlson i don't even know <laughs> all right so this is from cnn yesterday u.s has new intelligence on russian nuclear capabilities in space
3: oh natasha's on this one nice
1: I highlighted that for a specific reason as now you know the
3: deployment started. is coming from the CIA.
1: Yeah, you you know that this is really really important, totally credible, 100% of the utmost importance. It says the US's new intelligence on Russian military capabilities related to its efforts to deploy a nuclear anti-satellite system in space. The intelligence was briefed to Congress and key US allies and some lawmakers say it is serious enough that it should be declassified and made public. That sounds counter counter ca- kind of counterintuitive to what we're used to. This is serious enough that it has to be declassified. In other words, it's serious enough that we can scare the shit out of American people so that they send a lot of money over to Ukraine to make sure that big, bad Russia doesn't put nukes in space. I, that's absurd. Sure. like that's counterintuitive to everything we've ever known for our our entire lives you know something is so uh threatening that we have to make sure the public knows about it what (laughs) so bad well you know everything if if that's your argument here just unredact everything trust the public that i agree with
3: i don't think that these people should get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to any classification or confidentiality because they are criminals
1: some lawmakers say it's serious enough that it should be declassified and made public while the intelligence is concerning multiple senior members of congress briefed on the information on wednesday emphasized that it does not pose an immediate threat to the u.s or its interests the system remains under development and is not yet in orbit. Oh my goodness! So we're gonna we're gonna fear monger over something that's not even completed yet. I, I, I'm thinking like there's like nuclear space shuttles flying around the orbits and
3: and moon and, bases. Patrick and said and this morning on the brief. Base. There's a Russian moon bases.
1: Moon bases. Oh man. All right. Yeah. It says uh, it is not immediately clear whether the intelligence referred to a nuclear powered anti-satellite capability or a nuclear armed capability so we don't even know if this is just something you know that's nuclear powered so it could just fly around actually we do
3: we do know that they're making this up it's totally fake and they really want to pass that supplemental
1: well i'm gonna i'm gonna deviate just a tad bit i don't think it's it's totally fake i just think it's old ass news i just think it's it's this is old news i think this is something we've kind of known about for a little bit uh larry johnson had a piece up on gateway pundit this morning about it and uh we'll play a a video that he had shared it's now granted it's not a space satellite but we'll we'll get into that yeah it goes on to say.
3: i think space nukes as a narrative is totally fake
1: (laughs) uh you know i mean trump did start space force so i mean do we not have assets up in there we don't have space marines yet we don't have uh shuttle shuttle door gunners yet to shoot these satellites out of space marines have you never seen um uh what was it oh starship troopers space marines come on man that's like it's like everybody that's in the marine corps wants to be a space marine i I didn't really know
3: space marines were real i apologize to all the space marines
1: they're cinematic all right it says while members of congress downplayed the immediacy of the threat an anti an anti-satellite weapon placed in orbit around Earth would pose a significant danger to U.S. nuclear command and control satellites. Other countries have tested anti-satellite weapons in the past, but this would be an escalation. Representative Mike Turner of Ohio. Who just got
3: back from Ukraine, from Kiev
1: who just got back from simping for more money for ukraine ignited a firestorm on capitol hill when he issued a cryptic statement announcing that the panel had quote information concerning a serious national security threat that's not even done yet nonetheless in orbit and a viable threat Some left underwhelmed one Democratic member with deep national security experience said that they had never before received that kind of urgent summons over a national security matter during their time in Congress and that the intelligence they saw when they arrived was not urgent enough to justify Turner's alarm pulling.
3: Yeah, I mean, Jake Sullivan basically said the same thing yesterday. He's like, look, I reached out to Mike Turner uh, a couple of weeks ago. We have him in the Gang of Eight, not just Turner, but we have a a meeting scheduled for tomorrow, which is today. Uh, I don't know why Mike Turner decided to come out and, uh, you know, take this public. But we have a meeting scheduled for tomorrow. And the reporters were like, well, is it on the same topic are you sure Jake Sullivan national security advisor that Mike Turner isn't talking about some threat you're not aware of? And he's like, yeah, draw your own conclusions, but it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's basically not a big deal. Speaker Johnson said, it's not really that alarming. This is, you know, political theater. Gee, why would there be political theater about this right now? Oh, right. Because they really want to pass that supplemental.
1: Yep yep i mean look they have uh, you know hypersonic missiles already we've 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 already discussed this those hypersonic missiles people don't understand when they deploy those it's not like they're flying like you know ten thousand feet off the deck they shoot them up into space they fly around in space allegedly. and then they hit allegedly and then they hit whatever their target is it's you know so uh this is this is a little bit um it's a lot of bit fear-mongering ladies and gentlemen we must pass this 60 billion for ukraine because you know with everything that just came out yesterday and we're not going to rehash it much here i kind of left it uh yesterday the schellenberger taibi expose that's not really an expose uh you know i let i let john and and bb take care of that last night they did a good job uh on dph of going through that i mean just a a rehash of stuff we've been talking about for several years now. hey at least it's coming out you know you look at everything that's coming out right now we've got uh the j6 pipe bombs we've got you know now uh the the expose on Ukraine's involvement in 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 spygate and and uh Gate. um of course you know I can't help but think I was I was I was listening uh yesterday I was listening to a, a show I, I it was probably Bongino I don't know but they were talking about all this and I couldn't help but think Every single thing that and this this is the Democrats playbook. Every time they say that Republicans are doing something, it's because they're doing it. Now think of that on a macro scale. Every time it seems like America is saying that we're doing something or that somebody's doing something, Russia's doing something, it's Ukraine that's actually doing it. Mm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everything they blamed Russia on doing in the twenty sixteen and 2020, oh, well, not twenty twenty as much, but the twenty sixteen election and and the build up to twenty twenty, Ukraine did. Yeah. I don't know. So make sure you well, get that money over there to keep them quiet.
3: Yeah. And I do think it's interesting that we see the the Hunter Biden stuff specifically and the really the Joe Biden stuff about Ukraine. Hunter was on the, the gas company, but it was, you know, that was that was a position to pay him for influence, you know, for, for access to his father to influence U.S. policy. And that is coming back up now. Now, it's, it, I, I go back and forth on whether or not I'm excited about this, because when it's like. OK, so it's an election year and we're getting the rerun of the same corruption in the election year as the, the the Biden side of the narrative will say this has already been dealt with and litigated. This is old news. It's been debunked. Right. Um, but there are more and new details to hit the mainstream. Pro- maybe not for people who have read the Polo- Marco Polo report or who followed Dan Bongino back in 2018. And the Epic Times back in 2018 when they were diagramming all of these connections, that Epic Times infographic of Russia Gate is everybody should read that. Nope. Read that years ago, um, but those a lot of those details are new for normies, right? They're, they are things that have unless you you know watched that far right extremist Dan Bongino back in the day, you wouldn't know these things, and so it is important that they come out. I, I, I really. I get super annoyed at Schellenberger and Taibbi being like, these guys are going to get Pulitzers for their reporting of old news. And that's kind of frustrating. Not that, you know, the Pulitzer matters. Of course, the Pulitzer is stupid and it's been given to dumb people for dumb shit forever. But the idea that these guys are, you know, all of a sudden beacons of truth six years too late is, is kind of maddening. It's frustrating as hell, actually.
1: Yeah, and I to be honest with you, you know, I don't know how much they actually know outside of just the scope of what they report. Because you know, I, as I as I uh, was saying last night, listening to DPH is, uh, you know, Taibi got his ass whooped by Mehdi Hassan yeah. on MSNBC, and and you're Taibbi, still stuck
3: on this. You've been pissed about this for a long I'm so time.
1: Pissed about this <laughs> yeah, because, because Taibi was right, but he didn't even know that he was right. And Hassan was dead-ass wrong. And Hassan walked away from that thinking, I just beat up on Matt Taibbi. And it wasn't, it wasn't true. You know, he just, he didn't know. So, you know, I I wonder- Well, it was
3: true that he did beat up on Taibbi. (laughs) That was, that was true. That part of that was true.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways, just real quick, um, getting back to, to show that this is a rehash. Asia times, Russia's hypersonic ICBM blows away arms agreements. Uh, It says Vladimir Putin has claimed that Russia is getting ready to deploy an intercontinental ballistic missile called Avangard in 2019 that can fly up to 20 times the speed of sound the missile if it performs as advertised as a game changer because there's no defense system that can intercept a warhead flying to a target at hypersonic speed. Today, the U.S. has only a few missile defense systems deployed and none are capable of defeating a nuclear attack from Russia or China. Now, that is a very serious threat if we're to believe that like this whole concept you know i I was thinking about this the other day like the whole concept of of a a nuclear war between the united states china russia whatever is absolutely absurd Mm -hmm. uh the mutually assured destruction um i i mean it's instantly it's it's a, a globe ending event if there's yeah. a nuclear war between america russia or china or iran if they get nuclear capabilities because i mean we have thousands of warheads that are stationed all over the place that would just annihilate the globe as we know it and so a lot of this i think you know there one of the things that we learned i think through donald trump is that the real war is economic and that is where You know we can make the most impact um you know sanctions tariffs everything else like that and that's where the real war is everything else is just to keep up the military industrial complex that you know got uh thrust into the limelight during after world war ii going into korea uh, vietnam and of course the oif oef wars and all that so
3: i mean i just think about what you just said though Uh, in terms of i mean you you're a marine Right you were deployed. you've seen that the the idea that we troops as props, and then whoops those troops get blown up and die, and oh well, you know at least we uh at least we made our point on the world stage, or so it's what what we're talking about is is really heinous, really heinous when it comes to um that uh, that you know, op- op- opinion, um, that purpose for our military. And, yeah. and that is, that that's how, certainly how Bush viewed them, how Clinton viewed them, uh, how the second Bush uh, viewed them, how Obama viewed them. I don't think President Trump did. I don't think that President Trump viewed our troops as cannon fodder, but certainly all of these other scumbags do. And that should be something that they are held accountable for in a big in a big spectacular way.
1: So let's let's just kind of take a, a an overview of what's going on right now that we think would provoke Russia into a nuclear war that would make this such a threat to us. What is going on geopolitically right now that could instigate Russia to to do something like that? I mean other than the funding of Ukraine, obviously there's nothing. There really is nothing
3: expansion of nato they I mean, uh, I mean, just added finland getting ready to add sweden talking about adding Ukra- uh, ukraine to nato that is the line not one inch to the east that's the line that's led to this escalation to begin with and that's going on right now
1: i agree and that's i i, I would factor that into uh the ukraine war because i do believe a part of the ukraine war is to stop them from from considering or to stop nato from considering them uh, so you're that's fair to say, you know, Sweden, Finland, I mean, we've got Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, all on the Russian borders. Um, so so that is a very valid point. And I've, I've said that for a long time that that, you know, we are the bad guys in this situation. We are the ones that took NATO from what was it originally like 19 countries to or, or uh, seven countries to 31 or whatever the hell number we're at 19 now. Right.
3: Well, and the eastward expansion—that—that's—that right. is the escalation—is that NATO is now on Russia's border, and they said that would never happen. That was—we've known that—that that was a big part of this escalation. The media won't talk about it, right? But we've known that going back to before um, Vladimir Vladimir Putin ever spoke publicly about this, he just confirmed it in the Tucker interview, that that was a big part of why this escalated is because NATO has lied. They haven't, they've continued their eastward expansion up to, up to right up on their border. And I just go back to, look, if, it, if we're fighting China, we see China as a geopolitical foe and they start coming down right through uh, through the, you know, the, 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 the great white north of Canada and, and all the way down to where they're right on the U.S. border. We're not allowed to be pissed about that the us commander in chief isn't allowed to be pissed about that take take uh movements to 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 back china off their border of course they would but for russia they're not allowed they're not they're not allowed to to defend themselves in that way
1: yep that's exact that's exactly uh the, the escalation over there i mean there there's nothing else i mean if we stopped if we stopped funding ukraine and if we stopped expanding nato there there's no problem here and i thought it was really You know, interesting, Oliver Stone also mentioned that in his interviews, as well as Tucker, that there was an offer at one point, a consideration Mm -hmm. for Russia to join NATO. I mean, that would completely and totally destroy the military industrial complex if we had. And who knows how China would react to that, by the way, Uh, you know, given that they share a border as well. I don't think China would look at that too kindly. But uh, I I don't know, man, This, this. that's all I got on that <laughs>
3: yeah well it's I mean it, it is it is a war of stories as Bibi says right it's whose story is more compelling is the Russia threat story more compelling or is the NATO is expanding eastward more compelling who's the bigger bad who do we see evidence of uh, abusing the processes and and acting in bad faith? Right on the world stage. Where do we see the most evidence of acting in bad faith? And I'm sorry to be the asshole to say it, but it's the United States of America acts in bad faith all over the world all the damn time
1: imperialism all right let's jump into this story from financial times vladimir putin says he prefers joe biden over donald trump in the u.s election vladimir putin has said joe biden would be a better u.s president for russia than donald trump and dismissed concerns over his counterparts age and acuity for the role The Russian president's comments came a day after Biden accused Trump of having, quote, bowed down to a Russian dictator, end quote, as he urged Republicans in Congress to defy Trump and back more funding for Ukraine. Putin suggested on Wednesday that concerns over Biden's age and mental acuity were part of the U.S. election campaign, quote, getting more and more vicious, end quote, and said he had seen no evidence. His counterpart was not fit for office. At least their meeting in Geneva in 2021. At their last meeting in Geneva in 2021, Putin recalled, quote, they were already saying Biden wasn't competent, but I saw nothing of the sort. Yes, he looked at his notes. And to be honest, I looked at mine. No big deal. So he banged his head on the helicopter when he was getting off of it. Who of us hasn't banged their head on something? (laughs) he's an epic troll (laughs) despite his guarded backing of biden putin said american policy on russia was quote unquote harmful and mistaken and suggested trump was right to cast aspersions on the future of nato the former u.s president said last week he would encourage russia to do quote whatever the hell they want end quote to nato countries that did not meet their defense spending targets "Quote: There's probably some logic in his point of view. There's no logic from the Europeans' point of view. They want the U.S. to keep carrying out some functions for free, as they have done since NATO was founded," said Putin. "If the U.S. If the U.S. think they don't need NATO anymore, then that's their decision," Putin added, saying that Trump quote had his own views on how U.S. relations with their allies should develop.
3: What? Pull that back up for a sec. Um, yeah. Who? Wh- where is this article from?
1: Ah, uh, Financial Times.
3: Okay, so go back down to the like second to last, third third to last highlight you have. I think uh, the former U.S. president. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think Trump said that. What they're saying there.
1: Yeah, he did. He, he said did.
3: that he would encourage Russia to to do whatever the hell they wanted to to NATO countries that didn't meet their targets. Yep. That's is that a quote?
1: Yep. Wow. And then the very next day, Olaf Scholz came out and said Germany will pay two percent into NATO. Oh, nice! It's negotiating. That's all it is. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. You've you've. It just
3: that just sounded like something that they would take liberties with. But if he, I mean, he said it. He said it.
1: Oh, they blasted him for it. They blasted Trump for saying that. Um, and you know he he did. He said it. And then, like I said, the very next day, the leeches realized that the free meal is over, and they stepped up. So, mm-hmm. you know, say it is what it is. I mean, we, we do have a real serious problem here and we need to figure out NATO. I mean, if you look at uh, right now, I mean, so Patrick right now is reading on Epic Threads, the fourth turning, and I mean, we are on the brink of a fourth turning and, you know, the cycles throughout the United States have gone about 80 year cycles. You know, you look at the uh, Revolutionary War to the Civil War, to World War one and two. I put them together and to where we're at now. We're on eighty an 80 year cycle for a, a complete revamp of everything. And each each of those wars have led to some sort of geopolitical reshaping. You know, obviously, the Revolutionary War made created America uh world war uh excuse me the civil war kept us together but world war 2 created world war 1 created the league of nations world war 2 created the united nations and then nato from that and and now we're go- moving into world war 3 or whatever the hell they're going to try and make this and there's going to be another reshaping nato has 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 kind of uh you know run its course so to speak
3: yeah i mean i think that's fair the one thing i would push back on is that i think that's all the same war what do you mean Going, I mean, going back to at least World War II. Oh. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it ever ended, and I think it just went, you know, it turned into a uh, shadow war, war of stories. I, I think that a lot of these conflicts are downstream of the outcome of World War II, and we're seeing a lot of the same rhetoric and uh, and and goals um, from us imperialists and european imperialists now they're they're really open about it they just keep calling it democracy but really what they're talking about is a total domination over the world
1: yeah well we shall see but uh let's play this clip here from tucker who's uh got another little clip out from from russia and tucker is he's home yet i that i don't know but this is in russia and he decided to go grocery shopping with his with his crew and uh, you know, check this clip out, it's pretty interesting.
4: I went from amused to legitimately angry. Um, so we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody hears from the United States buys groceries and we didn't pay any attention to costs as we were just putting in the cart what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, it was $104 US here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology, maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought, corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want, at that point, maybe it matters less what you say or whether you're a good person or a bad person, you're wrecking people's lives in their country. And that's what our leaders have done to us. And coming to a Russian grocery store, the heart of evil, and seeing, what things cost and how people live it will radicalize you against our leaders that's how i feel anyway radicalized we're not making any of this up by the way at all
1: so i'm i'm pretty sure in the beginning when he says you know it came out to four hundred dollars i'm pretty sure he's saying that they they discussed amongst themselves like that how was much, their
3: guess right yeah he said m- we all took a guess about how much this was going to cost we all guessed it was about 400 dollars.
1: Yeah, which I so, would have
3: too. I would have guessed that that what we just what we saw on the the thing. What what is that thing called? The checkout conveyor the belt thing. Yeah, I that I would look at that and say, yeah, that's probably about four hundred bucks. It's almost twenty dollars for a package of toilet paper where I live. So you know, not terribly yeah. surprising.
1: It looks like he's got wine in there too. So I mean, that's a pretty high, you know, dollar item. Probably you know anywhere between 10 and 30 bucks, whatever it may be. But anyways, just look at the food though, Ash. I mean, you've got, looks like maybe kiwis or potatoes or uh, you potatoes. got, everything is, almost everything is fresh though. You know, it's not like, it's not like boxed shit like we get over here. You know, it's all like fresh fruits and everything else like that. Now, granted, I, I understand that, what in the heck is he getting unicorn rainbow cereal, <laughs> or, like cereal or something? You know, but that, that's just kind of eye opening right there. And we talk, about, I, I talk about this all the time. Russia economically is far better off than we are. Like it's not even close. It's not even close. 12% GDP to debt, debt to GDP uh, compared to 129% over here. I mean, that's not sustainable in the United States.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's nationalism, though, when you focus on making your country the best that it can be, when you focus on making your your people's lives better and focus on, you know, securing your supply chains and 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 elevating your quality of life, you're you're going to to end up with a with a stronger that's but but that same orientation that russia has has been demonized by the west because they want globalism they want interconnected supply chains they want mutually assured economic destruction they want us so deeply tied together with our economies that we can't mess with the global order or it's going to hurt our lives and that's what we're seeing now trump messed with the global order we're all being punished for it right they've decided to to make any make our lives miserable and then tell us that it's for our good that we all keep our $400 grocery bills, right? And 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 give all this money over to Ukraine and over to Taiwan and over to Israel and and Palestine. are well, just straight up funding both sides of that last conflict, right? And 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 that is that it is the global order. That's that's the fight. Is between do we have a right to make America great again or to keep America to great or return to greatness. I saw on Trump's last banner it said uh, return to greatness, I think, was the the tagline. They will tell us we're isolationists. They will tell us that we're abandoning our allies. They'll tell us that we're bad people because we want to get our quality of life better. You guys have enough America you have enough, even though you're hurting right now, and it costs you 400. That like that makes me sick to my stomach. That grocery situation. I have three teenage sons; they eat freaking 400 everything.
1: Is like a day for you?
3: Yeah. Well, and even before in in so I'll, I mean I'll I'll just be real with you guys. Before President Trump's economy, we were paying like 800 bucks a week to Jeez. feed our family. Now we were buying whatever we wanted, right? I mean, we are buying the you know all all the best meats and and all the you know all the things but it was about 800 bucks to feed in in obama's economy with three younger boys we've had to make so many decisions about what we're going to be able to to buy like you know buying groceries now is a math problem and i suck at math yeah uh and, and it's not and it wasn't it wasn't It wasn't that way before, but now we like, I couldn't go and buy everything that's on that conveyor belt in Russia, all those fresh fruits and vegetables and all of those groceries. I can't afford it. And that's the reality of, of Bidenomics. That's the reality of globalism and how it impacts Americans' budgets, Americans' food, um, you know, shopping and, and all of that. It's absolutely, uh, ridiculous but yeah four hundred dollars um that would be a week that and and it would be a week of cut you know with cuts
2: yep
1: all right let's uh let's hit our next sponsor we're gonna try and uh, get through this so we can make it to the fanny hearing but again please hit that thumbs up if you can right there Uh, Just another reminder, and let's go ahead and jump into MyPillow.com promo code BADLANDS.
0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free.
1: All right. MyPillow.com promo code Badlands. And uh, let's go ahead and swing into our next sponsor. And for that, I'm going to turn to my lovely bald brother sitting next to me. Oh, wait, it's Ash today. But we got <laughs> I, Angel Paste.
3: Yeah, I need one of those one of those bald wigs to throw on to be Patrick. Angel Paste is the best lotion the world has ever known. It's made only of food grade plant oils. Testimonials are incredible and we're hearing that age spots are fading, eczema and psoriasis are being healed, sunburns are being prevented and healed and so much more. This is because Angel Pace contains everything that your skin and hair wants and none of the corporate poison that you find in almost everything else. Valentine's Day gift boxes may be sold out. But don't worry, you can still get Angel Pace Rose-Infused Miracle Cream individually exclusively by using the link at badlandsmedia.tv slash angelpace. Make sure you use the promo code Badlands to pry a dollar from Patrick's hands. Rose is projected to sell it faster than vanilla. They are almost sold out, he said this morning on the brief. So get your Rose Angel Pace now at badlandsmedia.tv slash angelpace. Use promo code Badlands. As always, if you get three or more bottles, you get free shipping. Angel Paste, your skin will drink it up one more time. That's BadlandsMedia.tv slash promo code Badlands.
1: All right. I love Angel Paste. I love too. it. It's like the best thing in the world for my bald head. And, uh, you know, I said this, I told Patrick this last week, like, it's crazy because like after you. Rub it in and everything it doesn't leave your hands like greasy for like hours after like five minutes you know wipe it on a towel or a paper towel wash it real quick and it's gone like you use other lotions and you feel slimy for like the rest of the day not with angel paste so
3: yeah no your skin just it literally when he says it drinks it up like your skin literally <laughs> drinks it in and then yeah it's that's I, not I just
1: agree. a tagline that's not just a tagline all right so real quick we're not going to cover these stories uh too in depth i'm just going to overview them real quick uh because we're going to cover them i'm sure on why we vote tomorrow night mm-hmm. with with ash uh it was a lie bombshell recording captures michigan prosecutor saying dominion voting machines president john pulos perjured himself under oath now this goes back to uh december of last year and peter Lacido, who was one of the senators state senators then uh in that questioning has now come out or at least he he's a prosecutor now in macomb county and um he uh he left a voicemail the other day and he said uh, cause there's a complaint being filed regarding this right now in McComb County. And he said, uh, Mike, Pete Lucido got your message. When I was in the Senate on the oversight committee, we did dominion. It was published and recorded and it should be online. The president of dominion testified and so did his engineer software maker. And the questions were centered around whether or not there was access to the internet on these machines that dominion yeah. made. He said, no, and it was a lie. Yeah. So. They're he said politics. the
3: same thing. There was a video in that Patrick Byrne tweet. Is that video worth watching? It's,
1: it's just a clip of him saying okay. what I just said.
3: Okay. Um, so there was also in the, remember the hearings in December 2020 that Rudy Giuliani was doing with Jenna Ellis and all of those. Polis testified in one of those as well. Polis, the CEO of Dominion, not my governor, um, who's a commie. But, uh, I mean, the CEO of Dominion is probably
1: commie hold too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think Polos ever testified in the Giuliani hearings. I think you're referring to the one that Lucido was talking about there. Oh, is
3: that the same hearing? I thought yeah, it was I, a, he, Senate, a Senate hearing.
1: It was a Michigan Senate hearing. Michigan that, Senate that's, hearing. That's what Lucido is referring to, right there. And what
3: was the timing on that? that uh, December he of say?
1: 2020. I think it was. Okay, yeah, I think so was same
3: time frame. So I'm just mixed up on which hearing it was. Okay, so right. yeah, he straight up said that was the thing when I got that week in brief that Jenna Griswold issued, which you've seen and we've played on why we vote a few times where they say make sure that your machines don't actually reconnect to the network make sure your wi-fi is actually disabled after that ceo said our machines don't even have that capability i don't know why people keep saying that he was lying and now of course it's three years later and we're able to say that he was lying
1: yeah so we're going to cover that a lot more in depth uh tomorrow night on why we vote you know we want to get to the Fannie hearing today, so we'll, we'll save it for tomorrow night. Uh, and another big story that dropped this morning from Gateway Exclusive, former CISA, is it CISA or CISA? <laughs> Chief Cisa. Chris Krebs. Uh, he lied under oath when he said 2020 was the most secure election ever. Now we have the documented proof and Krebs is in trouble. And, and
3: Krebs is an attorney with an undergrad in environmental science. Why the hell was he the person put out there to speak about the cybersecurity of our elections?
1: Yes. And, uh, We have this report here. Yehuda Miller is doing some excellent work. I had the opportunity to meet him at the last symposium, well, the last uh, Moment of Truth event that Lindell put put on in Missouri, and uh, he's a really good guy. Uh, 76% of election infrastructure entities for which CISA uh, performed a risk and vulnerability assessment had spear phishing weaknesses, which provide an entry point for adversaries to launch attacks. 48% had critical or high severity vulnerability on at least one internet accessible host providing potential potential attack vectors. 39% of entities ran at least one risky service on an internet-accessible host, and 34% of entities ran unsupported operating systems on at least one internet-accessible host. Safest election ever. We're going to dive into this big time tomorrow night on Why We Vote, so make sure you guys tune into that.
3: Definitely tune into that. Uh, this is it's it's wonderful to see the truth coming out. It's also maddening that they've been able to lie with just stra- just straight up. Lie. Let's go back to the Fox News settlement with dominion what was it like 780 million 790 million dollars where they had the communications in that case of eric coomer and others saying our our software is dog shit it's swiss cheese full of vulnerabilities all this guy they knew they knew and they've been covering it up since since the election since before the election to be to be honest and um can't lie forever
1: i you know i this is going to be our our Spygate moment here. That the, yeah. the taibi and 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 Schellenberger and Gutentag. This is going to be their our. I, I love every time I hear that last name. I'm like Gutentag. <laughs> is it like Dutch <laughs> or something for like hello or something? Oh, Gutentag. Yeah. No, I don't know. Anyways, but this is this is coming to fruition for us, and this is the vindication that we want for what we've been screaming for the last four years and i'm not just talking like you know the the we stop counting in the middle of night stuff we have been neck deep in the uh into system logs and audit logs and and all this stuff and it's going to be glorious for all of those out there all you election fraud deniers out there election deniers.
3: Well, and this is why, um, you know, one of the things that made me so radical on this topic and and why people like Clay Parikh and Sean Smith are so important is that the vulnerabilities and the issues with this system are not rocket science. They're not things that, that any technologist cannot understand. They're not things that any normal person can't understand. They've just told us that because it's elections, it doesn't count, right? The vulnerabilities that you see in Microsoft SQL Server or in a Libre office or in some of these other connections and uncertified software that they have running on voting machines, those are well-documented, well-established vulnerability sets. And we've been told, oh yeah, but it doesn't matter because elections. And people like Sean and Clay have been like, hey guys, that makes no sense. This is hardware and software. It's vulnerable. They're admitting that it's vulnerable, and they're telling you that it's just not vulnerable to elections. That's a big problem. And what has happened to them? They've been demonized and persecuted. They've been told that they don't know what they're talking about by people like Chris Krebs, an attorney with an undergrad in environmental science.
1: Yep. Uh, by the way, guys, um, I've I seen a couple of rumble rants come in. What, we're, what I'm trying to do now, and I'm just still trying because StreamYard still hasn't worked out their API yet, if i see a rumble rant that's related to the topic we're talking about i'll jump into it otherwise i'll save them towards the end so i saw uh brian murphy had a a, a little rumble rant and so did uh ck Ruthoff. i think I, Ruthoff, ruth off ruth ruth off i i don't know how that's said but all right let's jump into our next story here from the new york post george soros fund poised to take control of nation's second largest chain of radio stations this is scary now as we're as we're reading through this, I want you guys to keep something in mind uh, in regards to Ukraine, 2014, and the Maidan Revolution. When that kicked off in November of 2014, um, one of the the factors that that influenced the population to mobilize against uh, the government in Ukraine was the purchasing of three TV stations. Uh, I I don't remember if they were purchased or if they were uh, just created and they created three TV stations and all they did for and and, I mean, they were within like a week of each other, all three of them created and all they did was propagandize the people into uh, activating for this Maidan revolution that took place in Ukraine. So keep that in mind. Uh, And and Soros is um, uh, has a lot of influence in that region. And now look what he's doing here in the United States. It says, George Soros is poised to take a massive stake in the nation's second largest radio company, which owns more than 220 stations nationwide. The left-leaning billionaire Soros Fund Management bought up $400 million of debt in Odyssey, the number two US broadcaster behind iHeartMedia, with stations including New York's WFAN, 1010 wins and Los Angeles's KROQ. Uh, it was possible Soros was buying the stake to exert influence on public opinion in the months leading up to the 2024 uh, presidential election, according to an insider close to the situation. Mm -hmm. Jump down here. It says, last summer, a fund linked to Soros joined a consortium of former lenders who paid $350 million for bankrupt Vice Media, an outlet that was worth $6 billion at its peak. And so I just wanted to point that out. Get ready, because he's buying these networks specifically as a censorship. Uh, you know apparatus or maybe not even censorship but more to put out narratives to propagandize people into believing that something is actually capable that everybody really loves mail-in voting and everybody really does love joe biden or they really hate trump enough that they would vote for joe biden again or whatever
3: or ha- how about uh um rank choice voting is on the ballot this november a sign of its rising popularity
1: yep another one right there exactly exactly so all right uh let's jump into this story here from fox news without funding from border bill ice contemplates releasing thousands of detainees because why not right Mm -hmm. ice is currently facing a 700 million dollar 700 million dollar budget shortfall that would have been addressed if the senate border bill that failed to gain traction last week uh causing agency leaders to circulate proposals for cost savings such as as slashing its detention capacity and releasing roughly 16,000 migrants, according to a report from the Washington Post. The Your Department homeland of Homeland Exactly, exactly. The Department of Homeland Security could try to cover the funding gap by repurposing money allotted to the Coast Guard or Transportation Security Administration. Uh, although such moves would likely be controversial and is unknown if there would be enough money saved to make up for one of the largest budget shortfalls in recent years. So um, yeah, exactly. They're holding you hostage and saying, mm-hmm. You didn't pass this funding, so now we're just going to release all the people into the wild and mm-hmm. free to go. we're We're also going to give them uh, amnesty and and citizenship and everything else and driver's licenses and five thousand dollars visa gift cards and all the other benefits that we don't get as American citizens. they hate us.
3: Yeah, we're we're not actually given a real choice. You can see that with the um, rhetoric coming out of the Democrats right now about the border situation. The Republicans own this border crisis now. Uh, we're going to have to here in Denver. The mayor is cutting uh, services, which I personally believe should stay gone. They're cutting anything, anything that they're cutting. We should never fund again. It's, it's non-essential if they can cut it to go, you know, to, to, to redirect those resources to migrants, don't bring it back. If that means that we don't have a DMV anymore, so fucking be it. And that's the thing is that we're being held hostage. We're being told you, you you know, we're going to make your communities less safe unless you give us all your money and power. No.
1: Uh, PJ Corgan said who had half a frazzled drip dating George Soros, Satan seed on their 2024 bingo card. <laughs> referring I burned to Alex. my bingo
3: card I burned yeah, it a while ago
1: referring to Alex Soros and Huma Abedin uh yeah, allegedly picture. allegedly dating now so all right let's jump into this story here from Gateway Ron Johnson Senator Ron Johnson exposes how Mitch McConnell single-handedly blew up a sensible border plan with widespread GOP Senate support and betrayed Americans on immigration. It says while Senator James Lankford took some much deserved uh, heat for his quote unquote negotiating, Senator Ron Johnson says that Lankford was merely following orders from the one true culprit of the whole disaster, Mitch McConnell. While on the next live stream on Monday, Johnson laid out precisely how McConnell betrayed the American people on the border mcconnell had told the caucus he had gone he had done a 180 on giving 60 billion to ukraine as a standalone bill and that there needed to be border security components citing public opinion mitch mcconnell gives zero shits about public opinion guys if he ever says that to you he's lying through his teeth and he's glitched out uh the gop conference (laughs) anytime i talk about mitch the glitch i'm always gonna i'm always gonna have to do At some point, the GOP conference hatched a plan and had come together on a tough plan that made Ukraine funding contingent on border security metrics. McConnell told, but then McConnell told Langford the popular conference plan was a no-go. And uh, let's just go ahead and play this clip here. Actually, it's not gonna play there, so I gotta pull it up in Twitter because for some reason, it doesn't like to play there.
2: Very simply, when we entered this thing, McConnell, his top priority was funding for Ukraine. But public opinion and the very strong political rhetoric that we ought to secure our own border before we spend $60 billion to secure Ukraine's was effective. And so McConnell finally switched and said, okay, we got to let Democrats know we're serious. We're going to defeat cloture on this bill, and we're going to demand that border security is going to be attached to funding for Ukraine. Then secret negotiations occurred on, on an issue that the public supports Republicans on. And we end up with this monstrosity of a bill, it's an immigration bill, it's not a border security bill. But during, during that time frame, we repeatedly talked about making Ukraine funding contingent on border metrics. You know, just like performance measurements in, in business, right? As, as the border was secured, you'd get $5 billion a month. I mean, we had it all laid out, had a proposal, it had a great deal of support in our conference, but what Mike pointed out is unbeknownst to us at the time, mcconnell told langford that's not even on the table he he on his own using his own authority without telling the conference even though he knew that knew the conference supported tying border security or ukraine funding to actually securing the border mcconnell just took that off the table and that moment of leverage we had where we could use biden's desire for Ukraine funding to actually force him to use his executive authority to secure the border has been lost. And that is why so many of us are speaking out against McConnell. It was such a breach of his of his leadership position and is such a you know, just a horrible thing to do to Americans who want to secure border. But that's that's where we're at. So
1: All right. He's getting a little winded at the end there, but you guys get the point. Mitch McConnell does a complete 180 after doing a 180 and uh, basically just gives, you know, a big old FU to the American people.
3: Yeah. I mean, I have a problem with every single bit of that. Why should our why, why? 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 Why is this even a negotiation? Why is securing the southern border? a negotiation at this point with those criminals in Washington, D.C., when cities all over the nation are declaring emergencies because of the impacts of the unsecure border. And they're trying to use that as a point of leverage to engage in more money laundering, all of them, roll them all up, roll every single one of them up and, and, and ga- execute due process uh, upon them. Maybe some of them are innocent. We'll only know that if we uh, if we go through the due process process, but we we have to do it. They are um, absolute criminals. I, I think that they that the, that the anybody who occupies space and breathes air in Washington D.C. and claims to be doing the work of the American people needs to be looked at with extreme scrutiny, and there needs to be actual accountability for the things that they've
1: done. Yep. It's uh, scum and uh, and villainy, right? You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy.
3: Yeah, we were just talking about the northern border yesterday. Oh,
1: no, I was talking about uh, Moss Isley, but also Washington, I'm D. reading C.
3: your, uh, I'm reading your headline.
1: Oh. Illegal immigrants are entering the US through the northern border in droves. Illegal border crossings at the US-Canada border in New York, New Hampshire, and Vermont have escalated as migrants take advantage of understaffing and other conditions. Reportedly, more than 12,200 migrants were apprehended crossing the border illegally from Canada last year. The year prior was 3578 that were arrested. It says in the Swanton sector 3100 people from 55 different countries. 55 different countries have been apprehended since October. This is more than the total for the previous four fiscal years combined, according to Chief Border Patrol agent. So the northern border is not secure either. Uh, I feel like we were talking about that yesterday. Ash brought that up when we were talking about building uh, border walls. Yeah. We got this from uh, from the White House memorandum on the deferred enforcement depart enforce departure for certain Palestinians. And uh, uh, Joe Biden has basically taken executive order to stop the de- uh, the uh, deportation of certain Palestinians that are already here because of the situation. over. It's so amazing. Like, hold on, let me just read this. It is pursuant to my constitutional authority to conduct the foreign relations of the United States. I have determined that it is in the foreign policy interest of the United States to defer for 18 months the removal of any Palestinian subject to the conditions and exceptions provided below. So let me- You will know who I am soon. You will know who I am soon. Let me just ask you this. If you, if you can defer people from being deported, don't you think you can- instigate the deport deportations
3: only if you have a pair of balls
1: do you need congress joe no No. you don't you just need like ash said you need a pair of balls Mm -hmm. all right we're trying to guys i know we're kind of rushing through here we're going to jump over to the Fannie willis hearing as soon as we're done here all right this next john has
3: launched that by the way i I sent it to you in the private chat people were asking so he's gone ahead and and taken it live there in the fanny hearing we're going to jump over to that stream as soon as we're done here
1: All right this next clip here i'm going to play this is from breitbart and i do want to give a warning before this because it's it's pretty graphic and uh especially if there's any uh you know combat vets out there that may have you know deployed to iraq or afghanistan this may uh be a little bit triggering um i I watched it this morning was blown away i actually thought this was from iraq or afghanistan but check this out parent oh yeah apparently cartels now are putting landmines ieds uh, improvised explosive devices in the ground in mexico to push back against mexican authorities mexican army and and, and military check wow. this out
3: So Brian, you have, um, experience with this kind of environment and this kind of activity. What is to prevent this from happening in the U S
1: nothing, absolutely nothing that can be made with ammonium nitrate, some aluminum shavings and a blasting detonated, debu- uh, de- uh, blasting cap, a- everything you could get at home Depot. Wow. Maybe not the deck, the detonate, the, de- the, uh, um the blasting cap you might not be able to get there but you can get blasting caps anything can be a blasting cap really um that's that's insane right there folks that is that is that is really insane it says um the story says gunmen believed to be with the carteles unidos used a landmine against an armored mexican army vehicle in an attack that killed two soldiers and injured several others the device went off as the military convoy was moving along a road near the town of zapoco in the rural areas of Jalisco. I'm, I'm assuming it's Jalisco. The troops were making their way to Los Rayas de Mecoacan, Michoacan, uh, where they had been targeting a cartel boss known as Gucho de Los Rayas, a regional commander with the Carteles Unidos. The Mexican military was forced to admit that two soldiers died in the attack and several others injured. And uh, yeah, that, that guy right there does not have a face. And uh, the Mexican military has discovered in recent weeks, several clandestine explosive production facilities in Makoacan that are being used by either Carteles Unidos or Cartel Jalisco to manufacture grenades, mortar rounds, IEDs, landmines and other explosives. And we are allowing this into our country. When when Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump actually was the first one to bring it up, DeSantis kind of reinforced it. Um, about using special forces, about using our military uh to 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 stop the cartels in Mexico, it's gonna get down to that. It's going to come down to that. Um, a lot of these terrorist organizations around the the globe, you know, the Houthis, Hezbollah, all these organ Hamas, all these organizations, they have uh you know branches, so to speak, in in a lot of these countries, Venezuela, uh, Mexico, all over. There's there's camps and and little you know cells of these individuals there, and uh, this is a big escalation right here. I don't know how long this has been going on, if this is something relatively new or if Breitbart just happened to stumble upon this, but but that's that's pretty terrifying right there.
3: Well, and this is happening just south of us, uh, you know, in the country just to our south at the same time that we are uh, allowing everything to come in pretty much unvetted. Um, And, you know, you, like I asked you the question, what's to prevent, you know, these kind of IEDs, this kind of operation from happening in uh, the United States of America. And it really is the idea that it can't happen here. That's, that's what we're banking on is this long held idea that it can't happen here. You have to wonder why is it that, that uh, the, the, criminals in Washington are now focused on sending our military to fight three front wars on the other side of the world at a time when they're making us more vulnerable. And then you have to ask, why is it that they keep trying to disarm us at a time that they're allowing this level of capability into our country? I've said it since the Afghanistan withdrawal. I believe that they're moving troops. I think we see more and more evidence about that every single day.
1: Yep. Um. just in my my opinion uh watching that video that's a small IED too that's probably only 10 pounds of HME we used to get 40 pounds of HME so you know that that armored vehicle there would have been blown to smithereens so uh that was relatively small I've seen a fair share of of IEDs in my my lifetime um it, yeah, it is here. I and and you look at you look at what's being rolled out in the media with the with the Leave the World Behind movie and the Civil War movie that's coming out here in a second. Yep. Uh you, I, folks, I mean it's not it, it really isn't crazy to think that you wake up one day and there's a Red Dawn type scenario in the United States somewhere. Okay, and and there's an actual project called Red Dawn 3 here in Colorado. Bingo. I was I was I was going to let you kind of – I was going to tee that up for you because you know more about that than I do. But, I, yeah, is it Operation Red Dawn or –
3: It's Red Dawn 3 is the name of the project, Uh, and it is a communications project. Actually, the capabilities, the military capabilities within that project have to do with the weapon systems on ships. Um, So, you know, military ships and their radar systems, weapon systems, abilities to um, mobilize in the event of an attack – but it is a colorado based company and they named it red Ra- red dawn 3 of course red dawn the movie ba- took place in colorado uh, so either they're they're trolling us which is i would think a you know a a, a danger to national security to start putting that out there, especially if they think that, you know, domestic extremism and, and people watching the government is a real big problem. Why would the government then troll those people? That doesn't seem like something that they would do unless they wanted to instigate. But uh, who knows? I really do think it comes back to this idea that uh, it can't happen here oh, that couldn't happen in America. Couldn't happen. Couldn't happen. We don't have to worry about it. Couldn't happen. Keep, uh, you know, going, keep your head down, go to work, go to the coffee shop, you know, go to the gym, go home, step over the, you know, homeless person with the syringes and, and, uh, you know, drive past the migrant camp, but everything's going to be fine because it could never happen here. And I think that leave the world behind was karma clearing.
1: Perhaps uh or or prophesizing i I tend
3: all even the most powerful people can hope for is a heads up
1: a heads up right yep all right guys we're gonna we're gonna roll through these next stories real quick but please we're gonna hit our last sponsor but before we do that please smash that thumbs up down right there and uh let's go ahead and jump into our next sponsor in today's fast-paced world peace of mind is priceless and that's where badlands media steps in preparing for life's uncertainties is about being ready for anything right where you are, a heads up. Welcome to the Badlands Media Shop. We've partnered with Patriot Companies offering products that empower you to prepare for any eventuality comfortably from your home. The Badlands Shop is everything you need to secure your peace of mind. Browse the virtual aisles, prepare your family for the year ahead with products that you can trust from companies that share your values. Whether it's growing your own food or prepping long-term storage, protecting your family, or stocking up on emergency p- supplies, we've got you covered. Get prepared. Visit the Badlands Media Shop at badlandsmedia.tv shop today. Every purchase supports a freedom-loving business as well as Badlands Media. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash shop. And, uh, we, of course, we want to thank you for your continued support. Badlandsmedia.tv slash shop. And, uh, you know, at bare minimum, guys, you guys need to make sure you have some food, some water, some medicine. And bullets and uh a
3: and water uh, purifier, a way to purify water. There's lots of different ways to purify water, know how to do it, and have what you need to be able to do it. Yeah. If anything, that water hearing that I covered on Badlands on Friday um in my feature article, that that freaked me out. And I visited the water plant. i, I um uh chaperoned my son's field trip to our local water uh plant when he was like a freshman in high school. And he's, you know, in his first year of college now. Um, but it was super gross and, uh, also a little bit scary, but I didn't realize how vulnerable it is until I watched that hearing because as I, you know, when I was doing the tour, they were adjusting the chemical levels and everything digitally. It's all done via the, the infrastructure and the, and the sensors in the field, the internet of things, ecosystem, and what they told us in that hearing. Is that that ecosystem is incredibly incredibly vulnerable
1: microplastics mm-hmm. all right uh sorry <laughs> uh kansas city shooting leaves one dead 21 hurt including kids after chiefs parade um look one person died 21 others were injured by gunfire in a kansas city missouri shooting following uh at, at the parade for the kansas city chiefs the person killed was a kffi 90 fm dj Uh, Lisa Lopez Galvin, Um, nine, 12 patients total from the rally, including 11 children between the ages of six and 15 were brought to Children's Mercy, Kansas City Hospital. Nine of the patients were gunshot victims and three were being treated for incidental injuries. I'm not sure where the 21 came from, if they meant Mm. 12 instead of 21, because here they say nine and three. So I think they just got their numbers mixed there, which
3: there was an 11 in there too, though, nine, three, and an 11 as well. Wasn't there? Was was that 11 children between the ages of six and 15? Oh, 12 total patients, including 11
1: children. So no, you're right. Those numbers seem weird. Yeah. I think they got the numbers mixed up there. So uh, they really need to correct that because that's a sensationalized heading with 21. Have they
3: done any, um, has there been any updated information about any sort of motive? No,
1: no. No, I, I. The only thing I've seen is that um, apparently there's a leaked photo of a guy on the ground, and he turns out to be it's a it's a black male, maybe like mid twenties. Uh, you know, who knows it, what what the situation is going to be. But uh, Trey Smith, who's a player for the Chiefs, says my thoughts and prayers are with everyone affected today, and a huge thank you to the first responders who ran towards the sound of danger. It's good to see NFL players giving first responders a little accolades. Uh, another shooting, three detained after four students shot at Benjamin Mays High School in Atlanta, as well as a shooting in DeKalb County. I mean, it's just, it's it's like an, it's an election year. It's an election mm-hmm. year. So all of this right. stuff, you know, folks, this this goes on all the time. I mean, there's 330 million people in this country. When you hear one, two, three shootings, um, it probably, it happens every day, okay? it's just yeah. It's just a fact of life. But now it's all going to be sensationalized. You're going to see this absolutely just blown up in the media. Now, granted, the one at the Super Bowl parade that's that's newsworthy. Um, you know, school shooting at at, at a uh, in Atlanta, newsworthy. But you're going to start seeing like the the other one that was attached to this was in West Palm Beach. Nobody was even hurt. It was four shots fired in a, in a mall. Okay, that happens. So uh, you're just going to see you're you're going to start to see sensationalism, sensational. Whatever. I
3: don't know. To generate the 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 um feeling in people that we have to do something about the guns because the guns are a real big problem. No, the criminals are a real big problem. Criminals don't buy by gun laws. So really all you're doing is making the American people more vulnerable. And finally, shall not be infringed. You do not have the right to disarm American people. You do not have the right to make them vulnerable. You do not have the right to say that they that they lose their right to self-defense because you're afraid. That's yep. well litigated.
1: All right, from the Idaho Capital Sun, certain sex crimes against children could carry death penalty under bill approved by the Idaho House. Good. I root for that. House yeah. Bill 515 would allow the death penalty in cases of lewd conduct with children under the age of 12 with aggravating circumstances co-sponsor representative bruce Skog told house lawmakers that the death penalty be, penalty would be reserved for heinous cases like repeat offenders idaho law only allows the death penalty in first degree murder cases the u.s supreme court in 08 blocked the death penalty for child rapists in kennedy versus louisiana florida passed the child rape death penalty law like late last year i think it's funny that it, well it's not funny but it's I, uh Coincidental, that guy right there, Ben Adams, is an uh, enlisted Marine. I've had the opportunity to interview him uh, a couple times now. He's a, he's a good dude. Uh, he's not involved in this. He just happened to be a picture of him. ACLU of Idaho sp- spokesperson Rebecca DeLeon called the bill blatantly and admittedly unconstitutional. House Bill 515 and any iteration of it have already been litigated in the country's highest court and found to be unconstitutional. Our lawmakers should exercise a healthy respect for laws, law enforcement and judicial review. This bill spits on the checks and balances of our country that our country was founded on, according to ACLU lawyer De Leon. Now, here's a Democrat response that I'm actually going to kind of agree with a little bit here. Representative Chris Mateus of a uh, Democrat from Boise told House lawmakers the bill would make life easier on inmates who shouldn't have it easier. The people who commit these crimes are the quote least favored inmates in the prison. They live in constant fear, constant duress, constant threats, constant intimidation, and that is the life that they should live. What the bill Actually, they do- should live
3: no life. They should be dead because they harmed children, and the penalty for that should be
1: death. Well, hold on. We can discuss this. Let me get through. What he says first because I kind of agree with him and I kind of agree with you. What the bill would do is say you know what let's take you out of general pop gen pop let's give you your own cell with your own wing where you don't have to worry about any of that anymore while we extend your life by some years while you go through the million dollar appeals process to get this case before the ninth circuit blah 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 and we are going to relieve We are going to relieve the worst people in our society of the burden that they should carry the rest of their lives. DeLeon also said the most proven deterrence method for sexual assault crimes is sex education and that the death penalty does not deter violent crimes. It's not sex education. That is not- that is not a deterrence at all the recidivism among sex offenders with children especially is the highest of any crime uh, yeah, you can't
3: re- you can't rehabilitate them it's a mental no. thing it's a mental thing that makes them want to uh, abuse rape torture children you ca- they you, you cannot rehabilitate them and that recidivism the recidivism rate proves that they they The fact that these people have more rights than the children they're raping should make all of us take a pause and say, wait a second, what are we doing as a society? These people should be killed. Now, my libertarian friends will say, but you could get it wrong. Due process could get it wrong. And then you're going to kill somebody innocent. Sure, that sucks. But uh, you know that, that you want to you want to fix that within the legal process, within the rules that govern the legal process. Not say that we can't have the death penalty for people that rape children because we might get it wrong and one of them might be innocent if they die.
1: Well, how about castration? Oh, I think I think, I think every everything, every single person. Well, I, I mean, if if killing him is ruled unconstitutional, which already has been once um would castration be ruled uh unconstitutional cruel and unusual punishment i mean especially if you are a a, a repeat offender uh absolutely now getting back to the argument we were having earlier with the matthias guy matthias um he he does have a point because this will be appealed if 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 it passes it will be appealed and that's going to give this guy uh, a life of you know, "quote unquote" luxury compared to what he would get in Gen Pop. Like, it, it, like maybe, maybe we need to do something where like they have to like tattoo it on their forehead, like "I am a pedophile" or something like that. So when they're in there and they're found out, and for the rest of their lives, they have to have that absolute shame. And when they're in prison, they live a brutal life. I mean, and they sh- absolutely should. Those are the most despicable people. Murder is is pales in comparison to raping children, especially when it's something that's done repeatedly. And so, uh, you know, I'm good with either one. I'm good. with You want to kill them, kill them. You want to put them in gen pop and make them feel the wrath of what they've done to those kids. Do it. You want to castrate them? I 100% if you if you repeat that crime, especially if you repeat that crime, you should be castrated. You get your one shot. I don't think you should get a shot, but I can understand the compassion. You get one shot. If no. you repeat that crime, you're done. Cut your no cut it off.
3: no, the compassion thing, I have zero compassion for child I, rapists um, because understand. it's not just the rape of the child. It is the the aftermath, the psychological effects, the The issues that the child goes through, the um, impact, it never goes away. The impact of raping a child follows that child through their adolescence, into their teen years, into their young adult years. It follows them throughout the rest of their lives. Those people are monsters. And 100%. I don't and I, I don't care who disagrees with me on this. I think that they should be put to death. I think it should be painful. I'm willing to to negotiate on the level of pain that their death causes. you know, that, that their death. Um, compr- I'm not willing to negotiate on whether or not they should be put to death because people that rape children will do it again. They will do it again. They do. The, 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 the data shows that.
1: I, I agree. I agree. But I'm saying from a constitutionality standpoint, it's already been shot down once. So if that doesn't happen as a backup plan, I would support castration and after keeping them in gen pop for quite a while and let them suffer. But I, I agree with you. I yeah, think I want to go
3: back and look at that um that case that you're citing that says that raping and killing, killing child rapists is unconstitutional. I have uh is, is that was it a Louisiana state Supreme Court or U.S. Supreme Court?
1: us supreme court okay I'll kennedy, check it out. kennedy v louisiana um let me make sure uh yeah supreme court it doesn't say well it doesn't say i'm, I'm assuming because it just designates supreme court that it's the u.s supreme court not what's louisiana. the case uh kennedy v louisiana
3: okay do the last couple stories Two, and i'll look up
1: from 2008 all right, so this is the last story that we got up here. Uh, from Washington Examiner, NCAA official resigns in protest of transgender policies that discriminate against female student athletes. A member of the NCAA Committee on Infractions, and this is a long one because it's very important, uh, resigned from his position over disagreements with the organization's policy for transgender student athletes. William Bach III submitted his letter of resignation uh, citing college sports organization's policy to allow transgender men to compete in women's sports. Uh, he served as a committee member since 2016, he said, quote, although I may not have agreed with the wisdom of every rule in the NCAA rulebook, I believe the intent behind the rules was competitive fairness and protection of equal opportunities for student athletes. This conviction has changed as I've watched the NCAA double down on regressive policies which discriminate against female student athletes bach cited the ncaa's three-phase participation policy that would allow transgender student athletes to play in their desired sports so long as they met certain requirements one of which was testosterone levels were below the maximum allowable levels bach rejected that policy arguing that much of the biological development that occurs before and around the time of puberty puts biological men at an advantage of course even if they suppress the testosterone uh he goes on to say Uh, Bach pointed to his 14-year stint as the general counsel for the anti-doping agency. Through this role, Bach has specialized or said he specialized in biology and how testosterone-based enhancements could slant competition. So this guy has a lot of knowledge on the benefits of of this type of thing, uh, being an anti-doping attorney. Bach said he consulted with experts in sports physiology and development biology, developmental biology, quote, to really try to make sure that i really understand the science end quote but ultimately came out against the policy altogether that leads me to believe that when he went to the scientists they were like oh yeah this is fine like if you if you suppress their t- testosterone they, they're fine to compete against women men Yeah, because yeah. he, he it says he spoke out against it anyways so i just real quick and then we'll we'll, we'll wrap up here I'll, I'll let you jump in on it but uh i did look up bach and i'm, I'm gonna try and get an interview with him because he's also an election integrity activist and uh really fascinating career this guy had I was I was you know looking up uh some of his stuff here from Indiana he's a federal he's argued cases federally and in the state um uh he's yeah anyways we'll we'll get we'll get into that I'm gonna try and get an interview with him although he's ghosted himself on all social media since this article yeah
3: um I I don't I don't think that we should allow the erasure of women I think that it's it's wrong and really stupid, and I'm really hoping that reality reasserts itself soon. On Louisiana, um, Kennedy versus Louisiana, you are correct, was the U.S. Supreme Court, and they they held that the Eighth Amendment bars Louisiana for imposing the death penalty for the rape of a child where the crime did not result and was not intended to result in the victim's death. So he raped the child, he didn't kill the child, and so killing him would be cruel and unusual punishment that decision does not account for the long-term lifelong damage of the to the child based on that monster's actions i think that's wrong i think we should continue to push um and we have a different composition on the supreme court now so if if we had another case where you could push the same thing again i don't think it's cruel and unusual to uh to murder, uh, not to murder, cruel and unusual to kill monsters. I think it's cruel and unusual to allow them to live and continue to uh, hurt children.
1: Yeah. And Florida, of course, uh, passed a law on that. So I'm sure we'll get an opportunity to put this before the Supreme Court again at some point and a favorable court. Although I have zero faith in this court, especially with Roberts and and uh, you know, yeah, I, I just don't have much faith in them. But um, the, the, and that's why I bring up the castration as an as a secondary, because I I mean, you could make the argument that somebody who who has done this more than once or even just once uh, castration is not cruel and unusual punishment. You and to what you were saying about the damages that you do when you do this to a child is far worse than death. I mean, I, I'm sure there's children that when as they're growing up, I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't you, go away
3: it doesn't it doesn't the trauma inflicted upon a child when they are sexually assaulted or raped by an adult Often an adult that is in a trusting relationship with them, the level of damage that there does on their psyche, on their ability to have relationships, on their um, relationship with sex and sexual intercourse and how they feel about that as they're coming into puberty, the level of damage that is done on children that are raped by adults is lifelong. It is not cruel and unusual to eliminate those monsters.
1: Yep. Yep uh all right ladies and gentlemen that is going to wrap up the show oh we we sure. got a rumble rants got to get to oh rumble. yeah we got
3: to rumble rants and then we um we're going to be jumping right over to the uh the fanny hearing
1: yes uh ck Ruthoff says sudden death in iowa there's a bill in the legislature sf 2271 that would require health departments to gather immunization records and dates as part of a death certificate data hope it passes uh pj corgan who had half a frazzle drip we read that one lady nut well and <laughs> referring to alex soros and huma aberdeen is it Ab- aberdeen or aberdeen aberdeen yeah lady nut 85 said i almost took my son to the parade but i couldn't get off work i love kc and union station i'm so devastated yeah i can't yeah. imagine like, that's i'm really just-
3: glad that you didn't go
1: very very bad. um
3: yeah really really glad that you didn't go yeah
1: and Grego goes seven thank you so much as i listen to the show almost daily but usually not live just want to say great show and great job by can con and ash i love your analysis keep up the good work all right thank, thank you, you so much for that. um there was there was one earlier i think from uh brian murphy that didn't make it on the rumble rant thing i'll see if i can grab it real quick uh, uh yeah. i got it
3: thumb thumb up for Badland. you have it
1: yeah, thumbs up for badasses for the badass of Badlands, CanCon, the howitzer of truth, holding down every day, and the loveliest secret weapon of Badlands, Ash in America, the team supreme blasting the deep state. Thank you so much for that. I like that. Thank you. Howitzer of truth. I love that, actually. Um, oh, it's going mean, to
3: go to his head, Brian.
1: Yeah, I know. My it's other head.
3: Brian. <laughs> this <is> Brian Murphy.
1: <laughs> oh, Jester says. Check your XDM's a disgusting video of a nine year old girl being attacked on a school bus. I'll check that mm-hmm. out. Uh, but we got to jump over yeah. to we We'll see you guys over,
3: over on the uh, special coverage. Do us Get a favor and smash up. that thumb. Yeah. Get that thumbs up. Appreciate it.
1: And we're Appreciate gonna do a hard we're gonna do a hard end because we gotta jump over there. We got a lot of work to do. All right. God bless you guys. I'll Thanks. see you guys tonight on sit rep at nine PM and I'll see you in about three minutes over on the other stream.